love is amazing Oh But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered Welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered Word The podcast that reminds you that uh, Everything you ever wanted in this life Can and might turn into a huge dumpster fire Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm uh, I'm Aaron Black. With me, as always, is Nicholas Control Freak Luna. Hey. <laughs> okay. And uh, Osa. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, Osa. Didn't we? Th- Osa Bees. Isn't that supposed to be your nickname now? Bees. Sure. I, I don't mean, know. she's the Queen Bee. I you... thought we had a nickname for her because it's, oh, it's Queen Bee. I like that. It's weird for me to be like and Osa. You know, <laughs> or or like and Bob. You know, it's like if 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 you have a guy named Bob, you gotta have a nickname like Bouncy Bob. Like okay, so how Bob the I, Builder, Ossified Osa, the stupid. Sure. Right. <laughs> we'll th- we'll think of it later. It'll you, happen organically. You can't force nicknames. You can't force them, or they're gonna sound stupid. You gotta, you know, ease into it. Play a little Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Get the, get the juices flowing, and get it a little moist. Get a little moist, <laughs> yeah, and then say, "All right, let's think of a fucking nickname." Okay, um, today we're doing a case: the tragic murder of uh, Alex Algeri, and uh, source material. Yes, the source material is on the case with. Paula Zahn. Paula, Zahn, Paula Zahn has just been killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, season one, episode four, hit or miss. And uh, yeah, this is um, this is a doozy. So uh, strap in, buckle up. Oh, you just all right. <laughs> you're, you're fucking me up over here. All right. Sorry about you it. Know, no just, nicknames. Still in your lines. Yeah. Seriously. Like you know, just if you if you think I'm gonna say something, just shut the fuck up, okay, Osa? I'm sorry. All right. All right. Just don't let it Jeez. happen again. Holy shit. All right. So I'm just kidding. Obviously. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so <laughs> this case uh, starts in a- Amityville, Amityville, New York. Uh, South Shore of Long Island, same Amityville with the horror movie. The horror, yeah, yeah. The haunted murder house with the bleeding walls and shit. Yeah. Spooky. Have you... I, I only saw the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds, but it's one of those stories that is like a true story, I, I think. It, it's, um, Based on a true story. Yeah. Whatever that means. I think it came means. out later that those people were lying. Okay, all right. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm scandal. I'm no horror. Scandalous. Kid. Scandalous songs. Scandalous. 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 Scandalous songs. Yeah, I'm no horror geek, so I don't know. So I can't argue with you, even though I want to. Um, <laughs> but uh, but so January seventeenth, two thousand one. It was a Wednesday night. And the Dolphin Fitness Center was very busy. Due, it was popping. Popping due to the uh, New Year's resolutions, which I have, uh, I've totally been a part of. Like, I'm going to fucking get in shape. We all been there. Yeah. Real. Spend and look five... at us now. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron's looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, 
But uh, yeah, you spend like five minutes on the elliptical and you're like, oh, fuck, this, this is stupid. All right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 32-year-old Alex Algieri was a electrician during the day and a gym rat at night. Gym rat. Yeah. Uh, so he was just like this guy was fucking buff, you know? Yeah, he was. He was. He was a brick. He had shit some... house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Built like a brick shit house. That's something You're people mighty, say. Mighty. Just letting it all hang out. He's Shit a, a brick. brick. Shit house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shit house. Yeah. That is not the song. <laughs> you remember that one movie, House Guest, with Simbad and Phil Hartman? No. No, but I have a feeling you're going to tell us about it. Well, anyway, uh, Phil Hartman is like a um, suburban dude, and then Sinbad's like running from the mob, and he pretends to be Phil Hartman's like long-lost friend from summer camp. But there's a scene in the movie where they're having a party, and there's a big dance sequence to the song Brick House. That, that movie holds water. It does. Um, you know, Sinbad... And uh, Phil Hartman, both just solid comics. Oh, and the whole thing's also like an hour and a half long McDonald's commercial. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> like like uh, I'm surprised Adam Sandler wasn't in it somewhere. Like you ever see one of his movies? It's just like Wendy's and Dunkin' Donuts and Subway, like, Popeyes. You know, Al Pacino <laughs> holding like a hot dog from somewhere. I don't know. So, uh, I'll tell the jury like. Just, just like a, a buff, tan dude. He looked, he looked like you know the situation's father. <laughs> and uh, he was part owner of the Dolphin Gym, and he was working the front desk that night. And around seven thirty, somebody asked him to get a music CD for, for an aerobics class. So he walked out the back of the gym. Uh, walked up to his car, got the CD. As he's walking back, someone approached him, said something, and then shot him five times, close range. Harsh. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a bummer. Because, um, yeah, everyone liked him, and he was a nice guy with no enemies. Yeah, yeah, this is one of those cases where, like, all right... I might have just got myself in some trouble here. No, I mean, there's cases you do where someone dies, and even though I mean, no one deserves to get murdered. Well, that's not true. But anyway, what I'm saying is there's some people where you're like, all right, well, that guy was a, a fucking prick. This guy, 100%, like, did absolutely nothing wrong. We'll get into that, but super likable guy. Um like he just he just looked like fun. Yeah, right? Like right? like the sort of dude you'd like to go out and just like party with and like Yeah. You know, like maybe do like a keg stand while he holds you. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that he was a drug user, but like He was you know, a drug user. Well, no, I, there's no evidence of that, but there's but it's definitely like some like he looked like one of those guys who was like, "You want to do a key bump?" I would be like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> I mean, you know, if that ever, I don't, I don't know what I'm I, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, uh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, but, uh, a key bump for the people that don't know is when you bump keys together. Oh, good save, Nick. Oh, uh, but yeah, you know, we talk sh like people talk shit about the Jersey Shore, but you know, in your heart, you're like, that looks 
like a lot of fucking fun to yep. be part of that crew. Like, like we could talk about how dumb they are all day, but it's fun to be dumb. It's fun to be stupid. Which one's the one that's like the DJ and he's like Polly, Polly, Polly D, Polly D. Yeah, yeah he's oh. like a high paid DJ. But puts like a, a well, he's only a high paid. DJ because he was part of that crew. Well, yeah, I know, but yeah. still, like, he gets paid more than I do. Well, of course. Yeah, he was he was on the Jersey Shore. If you were on the Jersey Shore... Oh, would, imagine that. You would have been a really <laughs> interesting... People would have been like, how the fuck did this guy get here? <laughs> no one would know... Not one joke of yours would land the entire season. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, God, Nick's talking again. What is he going to say now? I don't know who Kubrick is. You know? Uh, okay. But I play, like, pranks on him. Like, I don't know, like, uh, put, like, uh, shaving cream in, like, Snooky's underwear. Ooh. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, that, that might not work. I mean, these guys, they, they were so buff, and they, and they were so on the edge of always losing their shit. I, they look like fun, but they're people I definitely would be like, I don't want to mess with that guy. He put a whole thing of gel in his hair. Who does that? This guy's crazy. He'll yeah. kill me. Yeah, his gel budget is insane. Yeah. Okay, so Alex gets shot five times. Uh, the gun, the the gunman runs into a van, a white van, and that speeds off. Vroom. <laughs> like, like, uh, like the. Howard Stern had that guy who did all the sound effects. What was his name? Not, not Jackie the Joke Man, but um. Didn't he used to date your mom? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no way. All right. So anyway, Alex. Alex is a uh, Alex. He gets shot, but he but uh, he doesn't die, and he actually gets to his feet. He walks into the gym. He says, I've been shot. And then he falls down. Which mm, would collapses. be... Yeah, you know, if you'd been shot, you'd want people to know that's why you're, like, collapsed on the ground. Yeah. Well, I mean... Oh, and then they tried CPR to, like, try and get the bullets out of them. Well, no, you said that as a joke. Oh. They said... <laughs> they said... that. Then they... And they did CPR, and then you uttered to try to get the bolts out of him. That's exactly that, what yeah. you what you just said. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. So it's it's interesting how your brain works sometimes. <laughs> um, but they do call nine one one. He goes to the hospital, but uh, unfortunately, he doesn't make it, and he passes away. Now, so the question for the cops is who wants Alex dead and it's a hard question because as we stated earlier the dude was like a super fun lovable guy no enemies so no one knew what was going on uh, so this is where Paul Rydell comes into the story Paul Rydell Paul Paul Rydell Paul Rydell Polly Polly yeah Polly D so alright um wouldn't it be fun if if you got to, uh, if you had a friend where you could just, every time you said their name, you had to say it like that? <laughs> so, uh, let's talk a little bit about Paul Rydell. Paul Rydell is Alex's best friend and business partner. 
He was actually Alex's uh, best man at his wedding. And uh, godfather to the baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... <laughs> that uh, was the thing. It was in there. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah they okay. said it. And uh, uh, they opened the dolphin gym three years before the murder. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Right before the murder, they actually had, like, some sort of argument of falling out, right? Now, Alex was actually a bit scared to have Paul uh, so close to him because Paul had what you would call a checkered past. Yeah, checkerboard. Like, like a mother effing chessboard. And, yes, Paul, unlike Alex, had some enemies. He had some enemies. He was... He was a brawler a and a brawler. drug user. Ooh, yeah, yay, drugs. They never state the drugs, but it has to be coke. I mean, there's no way. They like, kept showing coke. a white powder, yes, yeah. being cut into lines in the in the TV show. Yeah. I bet he was, like, uh, on the juice, too. Oh, most they, definitely. They both were. Yeah. They yeah. both had to be, right? They were. Well, I mean. Meaty uh, dudes. They large. were big dudes, you know, but um, I don't want to. I don't want to assume anything about Alex, but Paul definitely was, uh, you know, seemed like he had some roid rage problems. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely coke, you know, like, big muscle, you know, mafia dudes aren't like, yeah, man, I get to fucking acid to expand my mind, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, I... You know, so yeah, 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 they're not, yeah. They're not like eating mushrooms and going into the woods. Yeah, they're they're not reading, you know, Huxley, Doors of Perception, and shit like that. They're they're doing coke and they're drinking Heinekens, um, and Jaeger bombs. So oh yeah, lots of Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bomb. Remember that sketch from uh like two thousand six? Mm. Jaeger bomb. No, no. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. I don't remember it either. <laughs> So, you know, I don't even... I just made that up, so whatever. Joke's on <laughs> you guys. Uh, Paul has a record. He was sent to prison for six years when he was 19. They don't say why, but they say it was a violent crime. He probably beat someone up. Six probably. years is a long time, too. Yeah, it had to be fairly serious. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it had to be some sort of assault charge. It couldn't have been... You could have, like, beat up his girlfriend yeah. or something. I don't... Totally. Domestic domestic abuse. Uh, I don't think... I don't I don't think it was anything where he killed someone because he would have got more than six years for that. Even yeah. for manslaughter, I think you get, like, ten plus at least. Or maybe he, like, uh, beat someone up and they found some drugs on him. All of this is possible. Um, you know, because... Uh, in this podcast, cast, cast, cast. We don't do our motherfucking research. We don't do our motherfucking research. <laughs> um, but so obviously Paul immediately became a suspect. However, there was no physical evidence connecting Paul to Alex's murder. Right, so almost immediately—not immediately, but after a while—the case goes cold. Like you know, we're talking about like for a good year. Uh, cooler than a polar bear's toenails. 
<laughs> Burr. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know that was a saying. I mean, I would have said, I would have said his dick, but I guess that just shows you how, how much more classy you are than me. <laughs> I exude class. I mean, look at what I'm wearing. Oh right my now. god, we didn't even. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try we to. We need to this. maybe post a picture of yeah, this or something. Yeah, we're gonna totally Wait, post we're gonna a picture Facebook of this. this. But, uh, Nick is wearing a matching outfit. I would call it a flamingo leisure suit. Yeah, yeah. All he's missing is a lei, right? This dude should be in Hawaii right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mahalo. When, when yeah. I, when I saw him, I, I told him he looks like a walking optical illusion. If, right. If Nick had children, if Nick was a dad, his children would be thoroughly embarrassed right now. Oh, 100%. <laughs> if you look at Nick's outfit long enough, you could, you'll could you see a hidden picture, like a fucking car or boat, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you cross your eyes a little, it gets all, like, 3D. Yeah, like, I'm squinting right now, and I'm seeing stuff. And I'm not even, like, on any hallucinogens. Yet. Yet. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, you know, Paul obviously becomes a suspect right, of, right away. Uh, police then picked up a suspect in a different crime outside of the murder of Alex. Mm-hmm. And this suspect actually had some information for the cops. And the information he gives the cops that it was Paul Rydell, not Alex, who was actually the target. Right, whoever the killer was, murdered the wrong person. Oh shit! Mm. Right, so this was a big. Whoops! You know, this just broke it right <laughs> open. Yeah, uh, I uh, I made a oopsie. Uh, so uh, mulligan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Can I have a do-over, please? So I fucked up a little bit. Okay, so, uh, and this makes a lot of sense. And the reason why it makes this sense is that Paul and Alex looked... Identical. Identical, completely alike. Uh, once again, both muscular Italian Jersey Shore dudes. They both drove the same car with the same sticker on the back. Right, a, a Dolphin Fitness decal. Uh, they both had SUVs. Um, you know, they both probably had like the same you know spray on tan and you know they would call girls grenades and stuff like that i don't know hey what's that mean <laughs> well they say it on jersey shore and it it's incredibly mean and awful it was right. like any girl that they didn't deem uh pretty they would call them a grenade why mm. i don't know uh i just like saw it once and i and yeah i I don't know why, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, grenades have a negative connotation. They usually... Sometimes. All the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> they, no, nobody, like, a grenade never goes off, and they're, and people are like, I'm happy that happened. It's yeah. always, it's always terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, when you first said that, I thought maybe it meant, like, oh, they're the bomb. Like... Oh yeah, that, that see that true. would that that would make more sense to me than like someone that was unattractive. Yeah. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. I mean, you know, I haven't I, be even being from Jersey. Like, I I don't know this world very well. Even though, uh, but aren't they Bennies? 
Well, Bennies are actually dudes or and and ladies who go to the Jersey Shore just for the summer. Wasn't that what the Jersey Shore people were? Well, actually, yeah. Some people called them Bennies because a lot of them were from uh, uh, Rhode Island. Some of them were. Yeah, and like Snooky was like from the Bronx or some shit. Yeah, yeah. But um, I have no idea. I have no idea. And even if they were Benny Bennies, what are you going to do? You're going to fight the situation, right? You know, you. Could... I'm still Benny on the block. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you could you could wash you know your Hawaiian shirt on his abs. You're not going to fight this dude. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. Oh, oh man. The the quotes that are coming up. Okay. So so the investigation shift into who wants Paul Rydell dead. And now the police went from having no suspects to a shitload of suspects because this guy was a dickhead. And everybody, apparently everybody wanted to kill this dude. Yeah, yeah, he, he crossed a many a folk. Yeah. There was actually a, a, a rumor that a week earlier to the murder of Alex, Paul got into a argument with a mafioso capo. Mm. Which, Damn. Man, Capos it, are like lieutenants. Yeah, so yeah, it goes boss, underboss, then you got a, a position called the consigliere which is like the family advisor slash lawyer. And then you got capos. And capos each run crews made up of soldiers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you don't fuck with capos. You don't fuck with anybody in the mafia, especially if they're made. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, a, it's a license to steal. It's a license to kill. It's yeah. a license to do anything. When the, when the book opens up and... Uh... Yeah. Maybe I'll straighten you out. Yeah. 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 Since, <laughs> since, I, since I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, but anybody, everybody, uh, anyway, everybody fucking hated this dude, Paul. And even Paul was like, I even, think that bullet was for me. Yeah, right? even Paul didn't like Paul. <laughs> or at least even Paul knew that Paul deserved to get shot. He's yeah. like, maybe I should clean my act up a little bit. Yeah, well, I don't think... But did he? Um... Of course. Well, I don't know. Uh, this is... There's going to be a lot of he said, she said stuff going on. But, um, yeah, even Paul was like, I think whoever killed Alex meant to kill me. He even said that to his wife, uh, who was named Leanne Rydell. Leanne. 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 And, um... And, you know, apparently what happened was, so he, he mouthed off to some wrong people. Uh, this is Paul I'm talking about. He then was like, I think the mafia wants to kill me, and that's bad, because mm-hmm. they're really good at killing people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he went to his lawyer, and he actually drafted up a will that gave his wife everything. Ah. So, yeah, so, so now there's... More pieces. There's more pieces in this puzzle, and uh, you know it's a, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put it all together, and it's gonna look like Nick's fucking outfit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, and let's talk about Leanne for a second, because she, you know, looks like a little like, you know, unassuming, like you know, you know, wifey. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 going to. Are we now? 
We're totally going to. Yeah. All right. 100%. Um, so, after Alex was killed, uh, Paul basically sent his wife and his son to Florida. So, Florida song. Florida. Florida song. This story takes place in Florida. And um, basically, the first break in the case came a little bit after that. They got information from an informant named Scott Paget. 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 I'm Scott Paget. Paget. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure he didn't say it like that. But what hey guys, mean? I'm Scott Paget. <laughs> Yeah, Paget. What do you mean, Yeah, um, and according according to what you said, that Paget was from Minnesota. Oh, what, you betcha. Oh. What, what, what was an extra in I'm Fargo? S- I'm yeah. Scott Paget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you like some cheese curds? Home, home of the home of the blue ox. Uh, babe, of, the blue ox. Yeah, yeah. Home of Paul Bunyan, babe, the blue ox. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's enough of that. <laughs> I, I was I was talking to myself when I just said that. Uh, so anyway, so so Scott Paget um, basically gets into some trouble, and he says that he was actually at the scene of the crime where Alex was killed. Paget also lived in Florida, mm. and initially when he talked to the police, he denied ever being in New York, but then he was like, "Okay, I was in New York, but a long time ago." Um, but the police were like, this guy's full of shit, let's lean on him. So they leaned on him. And, uh, once he leaned on him, uh, it wasn't hard to break him. Because Scott was a bouncer at a strip club, and he had a drug problem, and he was full of debt. Or he was in debt. Nice. Yeah. He was full of debt. That doesn't yeah, he, he that makes no sense. Yeah, he was all full of debt. Oh, I'm, I'm going to fill you with so much debt. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you I just you say can't that? even take all this debt. Oh, my God. I'm going to fill you up with debt. I'm about to debt inside that's, you. That's uh, that's your impression of college fucking you? Yeah. I think, I think you know, uh, I just figured out, like, Take any word and and replace it with come. You know, it's like, you know, take like, uh, uh, you know, like AC. It's like I'm gonna fill you up with eight. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> God, uh, Nick, edit edit the last fifteen seconds out of what I just said. I don't know about that, man. All right. Well, <laughs> shit. Well, okay, whatever. Uh, we'll see. I'll be the judge. Yeah, you'll be the... Uh, I don't want you to be the judge. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Paget was, was was just not a great... Just a really terrible dude. And, uh, you know, bouncer at a strip club, drug habit, full... In debt. Uh, <laughs> so please turn the pressure up. And almost immediately, Scott... Spilled the beans. Spilled debt all over her face. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm about to debt. All right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he implicated uh, Ralph Salerno, which... A.K.A. 
Rocco. Thank you. Rocco. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and from now on, he will be called Rocco. If your nickname is Rocco, I'm forever calling you Rocco, yeah, no matter what. Fuck all that Ralph shit. Yeah, you're Rocco. I mean, Ralph. You know, Ralph is a is a grocery store in California to me. Rocco's your name. So, mm-hmm. Rocco was a shady dude, obviously. Um, and basically, Scott was like, Rocco was the one who killed Alex. And he killed Alex because he thought it was Paul Rydell. Right? And this is, this is maybe one of my favorite parts about this story. Um, is that Rocco and Scott meet at a gym in Delray Beach. Can you think of another way to people meet each other that's that's not that's not like oh you're totally gonna get caught for whatever crime you commit i would bet if you do a venn diagram Mm -hmm. of people who do crime and people who get no okay um Anyway, what I'm saying is... If people you, who commit a murder together and people yeah, who met at a gym? I, sh- I really should have thought this out. What I'm trying to say... <laughs> They're just two circles. It's just... If, <laughs> if, if you do a crime with someone who meet that you meet at a gym in Delray Beach, there's no way you're not going to get caught. I bet 100% of the crime that started... Oh, so you're saying it's just one circle. Not yes, two exactly. separate circles, just one circle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, It was. I was going to say, like, if you take this Venn diagram, or the Venn diagram of this circle and this circle, it would be, like, one perfect circle. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. Man, okay. I really... Yeah, for when we put out this episode for the uh, internet on the uh, Instagram, draw a picture of that so people get it. Okay. All right. 100%. (laughs) It'll Um, just be a picture of a circle, you guys. If there was a uh, You Should Think Before You Talk song, you should play that now. Here. Uh, Osa, let me hear some lyrics on (laughs) You Should Think Before You Talk. You gotta think before you talk. talk. (laughs) I like that. That's good. Yeah. Because that would just fucking babble. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they met at a gym at uh, Delray Beach. and um, Right by Boca. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a bunch of, like, internet crazy people that I follow. Mm-hmm. Lauren Armstrong, King Cobra, JFS. And I don't follow this next person, but I know of him. His name is Jason Genova. And he thinks he's a bodybuilder, but he's, like, completely <laughs> insane. Right? And he actually has this, like, he has a following like Lorne or like King Cobra. And, uh... And it's just people trolling him. Yeah, 100%. Nice. And his spot is a gym at Delray Beach. So... Maybe, I, maybe it's the same gym. There's no way it's not. You know, there's, it has to be. Yeah, because Delray's, like, pretty small, right? I forget yeah well given who these dudes are and given who jason genova is there's no way it's not the same gym like so so this is like a world famous gym then it's a meathead gym right Uh. there's a whole gym subculture out there you know and you could go there's like gyms that like do you know yoga and pilates all types of stuff and there's gyms who uh, think those types of gyms 
are, you know, you're a complete pussy if you do that stuff. <laughs> you know, and they're all about just like bulk. You know, it's the gyms they are the gym in Delray Beach has to be a gym where you could definitely buy steroids from somebody you just met. In the locker room. Yeah. In the locker room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're like, hey, you wanna be big and strong? Yeah. Like like yeah, from the wrestler. Yeah, from the wrestler. Oh, okay. Good yeah. job, Nick. Yeah, yeah. That was a good good quote. Uh yes, exactly. So um anyway, they met at a gym in Delray Beach, which uh had to be just what what a what an interesting place to meet people. And Scott Paget states that Although they barely knew each other, Rocco told him that he was going up to New York to do a hit and he needed someone to drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he offered Scott $3,000 to drive. And he accepted, yes. You know, given the right circumstance, you know, I might take $3,000 $3, to drive. Yeah, I mean, um,. To be an accessory? Uh, uh, no, yeah, I mean, if it had anything to do with murder, I would have to say no. Yeah, $3,000 is not a, a lot, lot of money. To it's fuck up your you, entire life. Get you That's very crap. far. But, um... Yeah. But, you know, but... With I that, said, given the right circumstances, or the wrong circumstances, we all could be there. Sure. We, we could be behind that wheel. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you there. Uh... Currently, I wouldn't accept any amount of money to murder someone, but <laughs> if somebody did offer me $3,000 to drive to because they wanted to do a hit, I would be incredibly flattered. Like, like what, <laughs> what a good friend this person thinks I am, and we just met. I was like, you must, I must be like a really personal dude. Like, like we barely know each other, and you asked me to be involved in a murder? Yeah, so like, trustworthy. Yeah. I, w- I would have been like, Mwah. Get out of of here, Rocco. Oh, Rocco, you're making me blush. You're making me blush, Rocco. Um, You know, I would be incredibly flattered, and then I would go immediately to the cops. And then I would move out of Florida. Because that dude's named Rocco. And you're in in Florida, so you should probably just move. You should probably get out of there anyway. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, It's one of those things, I think... You know, everybody has those lists of things they're going to do, but, like, it, they don't need to... But they, like, put it down on the bottom. Like, I don't need to get to this right away, but, you know, it's something I want to do eventually. And I think everyone in Florida on that list is leave Florida. Okay, can somebody tell me, like, what is... what what Why are New Yorkers so obsessed with Florida? Everyone in New York loves Florida. Yeah, um... I think I think there's a couple reasons. It's super cheap to fly there from here. Yeah, I also think um, I think it's a cultural thing. You mm-hmm. know, I think there's a kind of a. For, it seems to me there's like a, you know, a, kind of like a migration path for for Jews, like you know, flying south for the winter type thing. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's. So, okay, so, like, you already have a community down there. Like, you know, I remember my grandfather spending a lot of time in Florida with just, like, other businessmen, like, chilling out, like, just playing handball naked with other old men. 
I know that huh. sounds weird, but that's like a, th- a like a thing that N- like naked handball. Yeah, no, no, in the water though. Oh, I, I was thinking handball naked? with like the wall, you know that. Yeah, no, but I mean there was a time where it was like you know, th- nudity wasn't like as taboo as it is now. Yeah, well, like you know, it's like. Um, Locker room type stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, what you doing looking at my dick? Yeah. You know? I had a, I had a good friend who... Who loved to look at your dick. Well, no. <laughs> what he did love to do is he, he would love... If someone was, like, not paying attention to him, he would just, like, you know, very gently rest his testicles on that person's shoulder. And there had been more than a couple times where, you know, I had his balls on my shoulder and it's just something you do when you when you're fucking 15 years old yeah wait how does that work <laughs> okay so like imagine you're like talking to like fred over there right and so and here's the bench in the uh, locker room like i would stand oh. up and then i would like just gently really nicely put my balls on i see shoulder. i see i was like Put your balls on my shoulders. I, I just couldn't picture it at first. But now I have a clear yeah. vision in my head. Thank you. We also did a lot of like... Well, I actually never did this. I was never that comfortable being naked. But we did a lot of um, pull out your dick and like put it on your wrist and then ask people the time and say like, I can't uh, I can't read the time. Do you know the time? And then <laughs> they'll be like, that's your dick. You know? Yeah. Man, I feel sorry for, like, anybody with a micro-penis, tr- you know, trying to play that game. Yeah, but I'll tell you yeah. what, man. If there was a guy with a micro-penis that, like, did stuff like that, I would be like, good for you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. If the guy was just, like, super yeah. confident about it, that would be awesome. Yeah, way to accept yourself. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, where are we? Scott said... Okay, so Scott and Rocco basically are going up to New York to make this hit. Scott, Rocco made all the arrangements. He got the van. It was a white van. So that's not conspicuous. He hey, got the... Uh, pause first. We got loud music outside. Okay. I mean, ice I cream think it's man. an ice cream man and, uh, like... Nick is now on his third kombucha of the day mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i drink them like uh they're gonna stop making them yeah good job man probiotics get that <laughs> shit inside you dude my urine is so awesome yeah i mean that that should be kombucha's uh you know slogan like get that shit inside you put it in your gut <laughs> your gut flora is so healthy yeah it really is you should no oh, no I mean, try, you should try it sometime. I take a fucking probiotic, so I'm good. I'm all Same. Set. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're at January 17th, 2001. Uh, Rocco and Scott drive from Florida to New York to kill Paul. They get to the Dolphin uh, in Long Island around 7.30. Dolphin Fitness Club. Yep. With a... And, um... Uh, Rocco has a 38 caliber caliber revolver and basically just a description of Paul and his SUV which unfortunately is the same as Alex. Uh, so as soon as they get to the parking lot they spot 
Alex's vehicle thinking it was Paul's. And then almost immediately after that, uh, Alex walks out. Mm -hmm. And basically Rocco walks up and apparently what he said was, hey Paul, Alex turns around and he gets shot. So, I mean, wow. Like, like, imagine driving Florida to New York has to be what? How many hours? Twelve. Mm, yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah. Let's look it up. Oh, it says googling it. Um, so we'll start from Long where Island. Where in Florida are we going? Delray. Delray, Marina Delray, I guess. Or just Delray, right? I do. I don't know. <laughs> you're you're trailing off there, bud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Don't listen to me. Delray Beach, Florida. Um, it's eight, sick. Eight, it's 18 a... hour drive. Very long drive. Fuck. All right. So. Man, they, imagine the sweet conversations they had. Well, I mean, it was it was probably just like. Oh, you know, forget about it. Yeah, it was probably just like about like who has the best like pastrami sandwich and shit, you know. Uh, have a spritzer, Lefty. You know, they probably know people named Lefty and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, imagine driving 18... So the way it sounds like is they drove 18 hours and they get into the parking lot and they immediately see a car and then they immediately see Alex thinking it was Paul. It's like when you catch the path just at the right time, like you walk through the doors yeah, and all the of a sudden... The train, uh, New Jersey to New York? Yeah. And when that happens to me, there's like a little voice in my head that was like, you were supposed to make this trip. Right? <laughs> you were meant for this you train. You were meant for this. Like, they must have been like, okay, this is all working out. But, you know, uh, it wasn't uh, uh, because it was the wrong guy. So Hopped on the wrong train. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they wanted to go to 33rd. And they end, their asses ended up on uh, Newark or something. Uh, World Trade Center. <laughs> Little little New Jersey transit humor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So, I wonder how many people were like, fuck this podcast. <laughs> okay. So, um, then they made the getaway. While they're getting away, uh, they pass a bunch of cops going in the other direction. And about a mile after that, Rocco threw his pistol out the car in a nearby creek. I I wonder why you got rid of the murder weapon like that. Well, what what would be your suggestion? I don't know. Keep it for another murder. Nick, are you being serious? No. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can never. Well, good good job. That was one hundred percent super dry. I couldn't tell if you were being serious yeah. or not. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good for you, Nick. Yeah. Um. Yes. Tip of the hat. <laughs> I mean, although it, I think it would have behooved him. To get rid of the murder weapon in a better way, you don't you don't throw it off the creek, in the main road. You get to it like a bigger body of water. Or you take it apart piece by piece and throw away the pieces in different places. Yeah, that that works as well. Um, so and then they drove straight back to Florida. So talk about a shitty drive. Um, and then next day they read an article, and they realize that they killed. Alex instead of Paul. So whoopsies. Yeah, talk about like uh man, what what a imagine being Rocco being like, man, I mean, I screwed up a bunch in my life, but this takes the cake. Yep. 
Yep, yep. Yeah, he's like, this is worse than a DOI I got one in college. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in April 2002, uh, Alex and Scott were arrested for the murder of Alex, but the police still didn't have... Rocco and Scott. Yes, good job. Thank you, Nick. Uh, were arrested for the murder of Alex. Yes, 100%. Gracias. Uh, yeah, I wrote Alex in my... Uh, whatever. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> okay. So, Rocco and Scott were, were arrested for the murder of Alex, but they still did not have a motive, right? At first, it seemed like a mob hit. And, and you know, you know how mob hits happen, right? I got sent for Donnie. You know, you get sent for, you go in alive, you come out dead, and it's your best friend who does it. Al Pacino, Donnie Brasco. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Out of all the mob movies, I'd say that one's one of my favorites. It's good. It's yeah. really, really good. Um, you know, I, I would say, like, Godfather 1, Godfather 2, yeah. uh, Goodfellas, Casino, and Donnie Brasco, like, those are kind of the upper echelon. Right? Yeah, they're, they're the gold standard. Yeah, exactly. It's like, the, those are, you can't touch those ones. Carlito's um, Way? Well, I mean... To a lesser extent. Yeah, I mean, you know, but, but we're getting into a little bit like, are we talking about the Cosa Nostra Italian Mafia, Sicilian, or we're talking about all organized crime? If we're talking about just the Italian Mafia, Carlito's Way isn't in there because that was kind of like a Hispanic crew. Wasn't that just his rivals and he was... I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah, no, it's it's like a... You Latin, know, so, so Latin gangs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... So, uh, we're, we're getting on a little right, What do you think about there. all this, Osa? Never seen any of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, just we're taking this offer, taking this opportunity, <laughs> taking this opportunity to, uh, check my Instagram, so. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have a movie marathon. You're going to love it. No. <laughs> I would like to Osa, opt out of this, please. Osa, you're my brother and I love you, but never say anything outside the family again. I don't think I got that right. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know. Michael, you don't come to Las Vegas and talk to a man like Mo Green like that. That was wrong, too. Shit. All right. <laughs> whatever. You don't... All right. Okay. I'm Mo Green. I made my bones while you were going out with cheerleaders. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I talked to Bozzini. Okay, I'll stop. All right. Uh, anyway... It seemed like a mob hit, but it wasn't a mob hit. You know, it seemed like a mob hit. The guy was named Rocco. He had a lot of connections in New York to wise guys, good fellas. Kappas. Wise guys. Kappos. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, so, however, right, it wasn't a mob hit. Rocco was in love. And he was in love with Paul Rydell's wife. Oh shit! So we get, so we introduce one of the worst shapes when it comes to love: triangles. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, I think the square is worse, but a triangle is pretty bad. I mean, anything over a line yeah. is really bad, right? Yeah. You know, I, I sometimes, well, not some, like, okay, so. In quarantine, I signed up for a couple dating sites that were more on 
the side of like hookup sites just to see what's up. I was bored. Which ones would those be? Uh, it was, was Grinder. No. <laughs> Grinder. That really uh, is the hookup site, though. Yeah. Uh, it was called, um, I forget, Field? Oh, yeah, yeah. Field? I used to be on Field. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Okay. I've never heard of that. Yeah, uh, it's for um, people that just want to hook up and then also, like, polyamorous people and BDSM stuff. Yeah. Everyone's mm. welcome. Yep. But, uh, yeah, but, like, there would be a lot of, like, Hey, we're like a really cute couple looking to invite someone. And every time I saw that, I'm like, that's murder. Someone's going to get murdered. Like, there's definitely murder happening via this site. You just got to put a little trust into the site, dude. Why would I fucking do that? Right? Like, and, and why would anyone do, like, especially anyone who runs a true crime, crime of passion podcast... Like, this this project has really uh, tainted the shit out of me. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so, Rocco was in love with Leanne Rydell. Uh, so, let's talk a little bit about Paul and Leanne Rydell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pl- uh, I just got to mention this really quickly. Le- yeah. e- every time they talk about Paul and... Leanne. Leanne, they have a picture of him oh. in a sombrero. It's like the only Oh my god, him. yes. <laughs> Amazing, because it's like this huge, ridiculous looking sombrero. And I don't think and he's he, smiling in the picture. He no. looks so fucking serious. It, it looks like somebody just accused him of shitting his pants, right? It, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. they may have been leaving a Mexican restaurant, so that may have been possible. Yeah, 100%. But like, he definitely, like, if I was the photographer, I would be like, oh, shit, this guy's going <laughs> to murder me. Mm. Uh, but they met in 1998. Uh, Leanne was a bartender at a strip club. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, that's a cool job. To support her 12-year-old son, Christopher. Christopher. And they immediately began to date. And six months later, they were pregnant. Uh, so, anyway... Uh, Paul and Leanne met 1998, uh, bartender at a strip club. I wonder if it was a good strip club. Anyway. Um, what, what would constitute a good strip club? Well, you know, here's the thing. It's a strip club in Long Island. So, I think whatever we think is a good strip club is not the place she worked at. Even if it was a good strip club for Long Island. I don't know. I mean, strip clubs are all kind of the same. Uh, I've actually never been to a strip club. I've only been to one in the United States, and then the other two were in Mexico. (laughs) Mexico? Oh, did you see a docking show? I didn't, but one had dirt floors. Whoa. Okay, well, that's that's also something that's crazy. Um, Okay, so... I can't believe you guys haven't been to more strip clubs. Uh, I've always wanted to go to one, and it just never worked out for me. Mm -hmm. The only time I went to one was for uh, my bachelor parties. We... You know, we were all drunk, and then it was all like, let's go to Pumps! Oh, yeah, shit. I remember that night. Pumps. (laughs) Mecca! Yeah, that was, um... (laughs) That was fun. That was a lot of fun. All right, so... Uh... So, Paul and Leanne started to date... And six months later, she has a kid inside of her. Uh, 
and then they got married. It's so. <laughs> a weird way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Six months later, she has a kid inside of her. Yeah. Well, it, I, every time I, I think of, like, pregnancy, I think of this uh, Mr. Show sketch. It, it was like... It, a sk- it was like an advertisement for an abortion clinic, and in the very last sentence is, "We'll get the kid out of you." <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny. Um, so at first they were happy, of course, but Paul was into drugs and also verbally abusive, and also uh, threatened her with violence and a bunch of other stuff that was terrible. Leanne started being afraid of her. Uh, Paul was very er- erratic. Erratic. Uh, erratic. Uh, and like Leanne, it was one of those things where she like left a, a dozen times, but always came back. And just one of those things. So, by the summer of 2000, she had, n- she had enough, and she d- decided to move to Florida to stay with her mother and her mother's girlfriend, Liz Russo. So. Oh yeah, Liz Russo kind of seems like a badass. Yeah, she she one hundred percent does. Yeah, she, and she definitely. Looks, yeah, she looks like a badass. She seems like a lady not to fuck with, and I like that about her. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. She looks like she should own like a trucker diner. Yes. Like, off the interstate. Like you know, she has a shotgun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like like she will <laughs> fuck you up. Maybe she has a pawn shop too. One hundred percent. That yeah. would be awesome. That yeah. she shares with her brother, and they have like a really quirky dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that's where all of the Long Island guys buy their gold chains. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and you come in, and she goes, "We don't sell that here." You know, get out of here. You're, you're <laughs> but but I see it right behind the counter there. Shut up. We don't sell that. <laughs> We don't buy that, all right? Get out of your junkie. Get the fuck out of my store. We're just going to put that shit up your arm anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Paul, uh, after Leanne left, Paul was furious. Leanne not only took her son, uh, his son, their son, but he, she also took a box with $120,000 in cash. And of course... Of course, it was cash in a shoebox, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the can only- you even imagine having a shoebox with a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in cash in it? I would be nervous constantly. Yeah, I it- would love to have that though. Oh I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I would love to have it, but I wouldn't keep it there in the shoebox. I'd be like, oh, I have to put this in the bank or something. Yeah, I mean, it would be fine if you just had like a floor safe in your closet. You or, know. like, put it inside your mattress. That, my idea was better. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so basically, he called up uh, Leanne while she was in Florida and just gave her hell over the phone. Uh, it got to the point where, like, they just stopped picking up the phone okay. because he would just call her up and be like, You have my kid and $120 full of cash in a box! I mean, I would be pissed about that too, roids or not. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you that can... legit rage. Be like, you stole my child and my money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I'm angry about. Um, one. All right, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel as if. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So, um, you know, and, and then Leanne ends up getting an order of protection in Florida, which has to be out of, like, all, like, the orders, like, restraining orders and orders of protection. Like, an order of protection from Florida, you know, is, you know, basically, I think, has the same equivalent of, like, writing, leave me alone on a piece of toilet paper, right? You know? <laughs> like, it, it never works, and it's obviously, it's obviously a terrible problem. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know what the solution is, but, like... I don't think we've done one of these cases where an order of protection or restraining order did anything. Did anything. Yeah. Yeah, well, when you get a restraining order, this is so dumb, but they they give the uh, your address to the person who is receiving the restraining order. Holy shit. Did, so, have you gotten a restraining order? No, no. I just read I don't know where I read this. I read this somewhere recently, but I was like, "Holy fuck, that's so stupid. Yeah. Like, if you're getting a restraining order against somebody, you don't want them to know where you live. Yeah, 100%. I would, yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, nothing can really protect you against complete insanity. Nothing. Yeah. Except maybe a, a gun or a katano knife. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, if you're like an anime fan or whatever. Uh. <laughs> You know, Sailor Moon. I feel like either of those things could turn around on you real quick, though. Yeah, well, uh, what is it? Hari Kari? Harry Carey? Well, Harry Carey is when you do it to yourself. Yeah, you do like... Which is, like, the dumbest way to kill yourself. Yeah, it sounds really painful. Yeah, I'm gonna stab myself... In the stomach. In the stomach, and then, like, disembowel myself. You know, it's like, why would you do that? Just take a bunch of pills. Pills yeah. are great. I mean, samurais didn't have pills. Who would, who, I mean, yeah, but I'm sure they had some sort of po- poison. They could, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, she got a restraining order. Paul denies ever being violent, but of course he did. Um, and then Liz Russo, uh, Leanne's mom's girlfriend, mm-hmm. was originally from New York. And she used to brag that she knew John Gotti. She, a, she lived across the street yes. from John Gotti. And a bunch of wise guys, right? Wise guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you know John Gotti, like, you're, you know John Gotti. You're then. probably a wise guy. Yeah. I mean, there was, you know, they called him, like, the Teflon Don. There was a... Yeah, because nothing would stick. Exactly. There was a point where he was, like, untouchable. There and he was, was, like, loud, too. Like, all the other, like, you know, heads of... Uh, the mafia families in the past kind of stayed out of the limelight. Yeah. But he loved the limelight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, he was... Uh, there was, like, a, a a bunch of people during Prohibition. They called him uh, Mustache Pete's. And they were very much like, Hey, you know, I'm a mafia guy, but um, I'm not going to be fucking stupid about it. So I'm going to keep a low profile and he was one of the, you know, one of the first guys who was like, I'm a gangster! <laughs> you know? Um, He's sort of like a Batman villain. Yeah. And it's it's too bad, like, and like there was a HBO movie about him that I haven't seen in, like, years. Oh, that got such bad reviews well, with no, John Travolta? No. No. That was a different <laughs> movie that came out more recently. Ah. There was an HBO thing that came out, I think, in the 90s. 
or early 2000s, and there was a scene where one of his neighbors hit John Gotti's kid and, like, killed him, and, like, the neighbor gets out and was like, no! Like, he knew what he'd done. And then, like, John Gotti in, in the movie was like, hey, don't do anything to the neighbor. It was an accident. And then, like, next week they're like, yeah, he's been missing for, like, two weeks now. So, we know. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, that movie, the, the most recent John Gotti thing totally sucked. I couldn't even watch the first half an hour of it. Oh, this is so bored. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, oh, so you want to talk about something for a bit? Nah. nah. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, no, we're getting close. So, uh, basically what happened was Liz Russo told Leanne, hey, I know people that can protect you. And she made the introduction of Leanne to Rocco. R- R- Rocco. And Rocco came over and he said, you know, hey, uh, you had this problem with this Polly? Forget about it, you know. And um, <laughs> and it, by the way, that was a soundbite. And <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, uh, he was like, what do you want me to do with this uh, Polly situation? And Liz was like, you should beat him up. You should break his legs. Something along those lines. But Leanne denies any conversation Ever occurred. Ever occurred, yes. Yeah. She didn't deny the meeting, though. She she says, I did meet Rocco, and we did hit it off. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, provocative. Yeah, yeah, fascinating. Apparently, Rocco, uh, you know, and Leanne, it was just like, Romeo and Juliet, you know, uh, they, they fell in love. Um, and then she, like, faked her death and he committed suicide? No, no, n- nothing <laughs> like that. But if you if you think about it, Romeo and Juliet, didn't that take place in Rome? And they're both Italian, so I wasn't oh, far off. Well, no, it didn't take place in Rome. It took place in uh, 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 Verona. It'll, but still Italy, right? Yeah, Italy, okay. but in Verona. Mm. Oh, okay. Nick facts. Yeah, in, enjoy enjoy it, Nick. Yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts. Alright. So, uh Liz suggests to Rocco that okay, I already said that. Alright. Leanne said he should Okay, I already said that too. So okay. So Leanne, she likes so she like those bad boys. A bad boy. Yeah, apparently. Like a really bad boy. It's like I'm just looking for a guy two fifty Six two, you know, completely orange. <laughs> uh, you know that that has like basically tree trunks for legs, and like a sick ass goatee, and a bunch of gel in, gel in their hair. And, and a, when there's not gel in their hair, they're a wearing a, a baseball cap backwards. Yes, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a checkered past, very important quality. Mm-hmm. Bad boy. I just want to date someone where, where you know, when I like try to like you know put my finger through their hair, it feels like I'm trying to like get through a fucking helmet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, they start having an affair. Uh, Wait, what? I didn't yeah, see they, that coming. I know, I know. So Leanne and Rocco. They are. Sp- 
bang it. Yeah, start <laughs> start doing that thing with oh, the penis and yeah. the vagina. Coitus. Coitus, yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paul, apparently, I mean, according to him, was off drugs, and he wanted to see his son, and he figured out a way to do it. Basically, he decided to divorce Leanne. And the law in New York is once the divorce is finalized, Leanne would have to live within 50 miles of Paul. If they, yeah, for custody and all that. Mm -hmm. Shared custody. Yeah. So basically this happened. The judge directed Leanne to move back uh, to New York or face loss of custody. And Leanne was not happy about this. She was livid. Yep. She apparently... <laughs> She's like, I love Florida. Yeah. She's like, it's super hot. It's crazy. Everyone, Everyone's fucking nuts. I'm addicted to bath salts. <laughs> you know, I, 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 want my, I want my son to murder me someday. I want to stay in Florida. You know. All right. So, uh, in November of 2001, Leanne actually moved back to New York. With baby Nicholas in the box full of money. Baby Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, in the box full of money. It's one of... I, I wonder, yeah, I'm surprised she didn't like put it in the bank or something. Yeah, well, I mean, I think at this point... Everyone knows it's legal money? No, I think that like she was like, I better show up with this money. Or like, <laughs> Paul's going to straight up beat my ass to death. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I wonder how much money was left. Yeah, who knows? She probably went to town, you know? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what... I mean, you could do a lot with that money. Like, I feel like you could buy, like, like a three-bedroom house in Iowa for that much money. Yeah, like a really nice house yeah. in yeah. yeah. Iowa City, Boom. Boom. Yeah, like uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Casper, Wyoming. Yeah. You know, um, Paris, Texas. Mm-hmm. All those places. <laughs> really low cost of living. Everything you just said. Canada, anywhere in Canada. Banff, Canada. Yeah. Paris, Texas was a good movie. You ever see that one? Uh, actually, you know what? You know, I, I'm embarrassed to say I have not seen it. Oh, it's fantastic! I think. I, yeah, no, it, it's it's on my list. Yeah. Of, it's one of those things that sometimes I lie about when, when somebody says it, but I can't lie to you, Nick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think you'd like it a lot. You know, Harry, I think would Harry, like it too. Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. Who is it? Hmm. And who doesn't like that creepy, weird-looking dude? <laughs> you know, every, every everyone loves it. Every ever six, six sixteen candles. He's been my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's been yep. your daddy. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So anyway, uh, Lee Ann moves back with a box of money. And um, when Lee Ann gets back to New York, she starts seeing Paul again. Right? Like almost immediately, her and Paul start dating. And, you know, they're still, uh, there's, they still have a date in the future to get divorced. So they walk into divorce court, basically mm. holding hands. And they're like, nah. They're like, we're good. Yeah, they like have like uh, their hands like in each other's back pockets of their jeans. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a really it's like a really bad Gap commercial. 
I would love to see that a courtroom few yeah. couple. They just walk be in. like we decided not to get divorced. <laughs> they just walk. Gap. They just walk in there and they're like, forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, I, I would just love fall you into know. the gap. <laughs> only in Long Island. Uh, it would it would only play in like Long Island and someplace else. I mean, you sound fine. I, it just keeps dipping. No, I know. I, I, I keep on having to go like this. I'm going <laughs> to yes. talk like this at the end. It's okay, though. Yeah. Okay. Way uh, back. I've been, I've been using my outside voice. Um, yeah, no. It would, what, what I would have loved to hear is, like, the judge's reaction. Like, they walk in, and they're like, Judge, you know, me and Leanne... We're totally solid now. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I've I'll, seen I'll, this before. I'll see you in a fucking year. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tops. If, if not here, one of my friends in like criminal murder court. Um, <laughs> or one of my buddies in Florida. Yeah. So, uh, Rocco. Uh, so basically, you know, Leanne and Paul get together. Rocco's furious. I never had like that happen. Like uh, someone I was seeing just started dating their ex again, but it must be awful. I mean, I've had breakups where like we've broken up and then like continued to hook up for like a year after that. But like we're seeing Ooh, that's other bad. people. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. Well, neither of you. Don't judge me. I'm not no, judging no, no, you. No, 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 no I'm just saying that's you. really hard on your like. That's you're never gonna get over the person. Yeah. It just makes. I mean, well, I'm well, saying that because I've I've done it too. Yeah. I think we all have. And it mm -hmm. sucks. Don't do it, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tip for you. Yeah. If if you go out with someone and you love them and you break up, cut that person out of your motherfucking life yes. forever. Forever. At the very, at block the, them from everything. At the very least, do not continue to sleep with them. Cut them out like a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and don't give them rides to the airport. Yes. Yeah, because that that's like girlfriend-boyfriend duty right there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's like straight up like, you know, like, you know, playing with the, the tumor that you just cut out of your liver. It's yeah. not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> All right. So, All of the bad accents today. Yeah, it's good. It's like we... Forget about it. We are pretty... All three of us are pretty awful at, at, at voices. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, that was um, So anyway, like, Rocco's furious, obviously. Right? So... Basically, they get back together. Then Alex gets killed. And after the murder, uh, Leanne thinks, like, it, it might, Rocco might be involved in it. Like, she has that thought. Uh, at the, so what happened is, uh, this outline is so fucked up. Okay, so what happens is, we're after the murder now, right? Uh, Paul makes... Leanne and his kid moved down to Florida. Right? Oh, yeah, because he's shook. He's like, he's I, gotta shook. Leave. He's I, I gotta leave New York. Yeah. I was looking over his shoulder. Um, so basically, at, around this time, Paul was living in Florida with Leanne, but he was also flying back and forth from New York because that, he had a business to run. Yeah, Dolphin Fitness Center. And around this time, so Leanne is pregnant for the third time. 
Triple, triple. Right? She she has a, a, a third kid inside of her. Um, so, basically, uh, around this time, Paul was super stoked about it. He was like, yeah, another kid. This is going to work out awesome. But Leanne was like, no way. You know, Leanne was like, this needs to stop right now. And basically, she looked at, looked at it as a choice between her third kid and Paul. But why? Yes, but mm. why? Let's find out together. <laughs> um, so basically what she did was she served him with divorce papers while he was on a business trip to New York. Harsh. Right? So uh, why did Leanne think like this? Like it's only, it got to be her kid or Paul, one or the other. Well, uh, Ralph... Rocco. Who, Rocco, Rocco, yes. Rocco Ralph. Rocco, uh, who already got arrested by the police in April 2002, uh, explains why in his interrogation. See, Rocco said that his affair with Leanne continued even after her uh, getting back together with Paul. Reconciliation. <gasps> mm, I didn't huh. say that right, right? Re Reconciliation? Yeah, that, that, that's correct. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, you got this. You got yeah. this. So Rocco and Leanne were still bumping uglies after <laughs> reconciliation, right? Just smushing and smanging. Yeah, you know, he wasn't playing any five-on-one, you know. Wait, um, and even after the murder of Alex, they were still just, you know, uh, uh, oh, knocking boots. Going to the bone zone. Yeah, um, putting his penis in her vagina. I couldn't think of something quick enough, so I just went with the technical definition of it. Uh, so, the police were like, okay, do you have any proof of this? And he was like, F and A. This fucking baby right here. Yeah. So, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, it, it, is it? No, I, I was just, just about kidding. to say that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you did swoop in and st uh, steal my steam there. Yeah. It's okay. Right. It's all right. Yeah. I, I I think the way you said it was better than how I was going to do it. Okay. Anyway. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I, basically, he was like the kid that Leanne is pregnant with now uh, is mine. I put dun, that baby dun, inside dun. her. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. I put a baby in you <laughs> because you were going to college. All right. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, he was, he was like, sweat, sweatpants boners. That's a song by them. Mm. I put a baby in you. <laughs> now you have something to do. It, once again, these are not my lyrics. Um, I shouldn't even be singing this. Anyway. <laughs> Sweatpants boners. Sweatpants boners, yeah. I mean, mm. I, they were like a band in like 2006 that I heard once. I, you probably can't even find anything on the internet about them. Anyway, so the police were like, okay, there's no way Leanne is not involved in Alex's murder, right? There's just no way. Mm -hmm. So basically they theorized that Leanne got Rocco to kill Paul after the court made her move back to New York, right? Mm -hmm. But what happened is Rocco messed up, and he killed Alex instead. Yeah, he fucked up big time. What an idiot. Yeah, what a doofus. I mean, yeah. 
It was just, oh, Jesus. You know, it's just like... Like, could you fuck up any bigger? Probably not. Yeah. There's so many things I fuck up all the time. And I'm always like, it's a good thing there's no consequences to this. Um, But just, man, I couldn't imagine that level of fuck up. Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) Things would never... Things... If they... It, it really doesn't matter. In a way, I, and don't get don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that uh, Alex deserved to die or anything like that. This was an innocent man who was a byproduct of somebody else's tremendous fuck up. However, the outcome for Rocco would not have changed. If he did kill Paul, they would still would have caught him. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a way, it actually didn't matter to Rocco, but it mattered to everyone else. Yeah. Because a good, innocent person died. Yeah, poor yeah. Alex. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, just seemed like a good dude, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Like anyway, the kind of guy that help you move. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, just like, I, I bet, you know, the, the, I bet he was funny as shit. Like, I saw some of those pictures and I was like, that dude's hilarious. Right, just yeah. like like those big uh, Jersey Shore muscle dudes, like they're all pretty funny. Yeah, like right? and just you know just laughing hard and <laughs> laugh, you know, pumping iron. <laughs> <laughs> if you right. go over to his house, I'll make you some frozen margaritas in his blender and with like a, a little bit of creatine in there. Yeah, yeah. They had yep. this saying; it was called like. Uh, barbershop, laundry, and... Alright, don't listen to me. So, anyway. Alright. It was like... It was kind of like shit shower shave, but it was like something else. They had like an acronym for like things you should do in a day if you want to like get ready for a date. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so anyway. Um, Leanne knew... Uh, so basically what happened was Leanne knew she was a suspect. This, this is the cop's theory, right? The cops theorized that Leanne would have known that she was a suspect if Rocco killed Paul in the middle of a divorce proceeding. So what she decided to do, once again, this is the cop's theory. She decided to reconcile back with Paul so she could play the grieving widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, and but, still get all that money in the will. Exactly. <laughs> but it all went to shit when, um, you know, Rocco killed the wrong guy. Uh, but police still did not have enough evidence to charge Leanne until they heard a dude named Michael Pangiani. Pangiani. Which is 100% not how you pronounce that. Okay. Michael Pangiani. Pangiani. Pangiani, yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah, but um, <laughs> apparently Pangiani, along with every other person in this case, was a complete scumbag. He was a convicted drug dealer, so that's no good. But Drugs. Drugs. Drugs, yeah. Drugs. 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 Cool. Okay, cool. 
Uh, Pangiani basically said that he was in the room when Leanne told Rocco she wanted him to kill Paul. And in March 2003, that was enough for them to charge Leanne. Boom! Yeah. So, basically, Leanne denied all of this, obviously. But, you know, it didn't matter. Um, It didn't matter, at least, for for the uh, uh, New York DA that prosecuted her. And, uh, basically, her belief is that Rocco just got so angry that she got back together with Paul that he, by himself, killed uh, Alex, thinking it was Paul. That's yeah. that's her theory. Yeah, that's her story. Mm-hmm. After the murder of Alex, uh, things between Leanne and Paul basically soured, right? And Paul got paranoid, uh, you know. And so she got back with Rocco. That's why they kind of had that thing going on, even after the, uh, her and Paul reconciled. Uh, but he didn't give her any indication he didn't Rocco didn't give Leanne any indication that he was going to kill Paul and then sub subsequently subsequently thank you mm-hmm. uh accidentally kill Alex instead so we are at February two, 2004 uh this is interesting i never heard this before they tried Rocco and Leanne together but, oh, yeah, that was weird. But with two different juries. Yeah, yeah, I found that strange. I'd never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Me either. Strange. It, it makes sense, though, like, because I think they were basically going to use the same witnesses together, right? So it, it makes sense from a prosecution standpoint. For a defense standpoint, it sucks. Yeah, because you got to, like, win over, what, 24 people? Mm-hmm. And also, um, like, if you're a juror, and you're hearing testimony about Leanne, but you're also hearing testimony about Rocco. It's hard to separate, separate the two. Them, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm surprised that's a thing that people can do, but apparently they can do it. So anyway, there was a two juries, one trial. Uh, throughout the trial, it was just a parade of sleazy witnesses. Um. That testified against them. We're talking about drug dealers, pimps, pimps, prostitutes. Yeah, you know, muscle men. Yeah, (laughs) I I was just like parade of sleazy witnesses. Wouldn't that be a great name for a band? Yeah, parade of sleazy sleazy witnesses. (laughs) But that should be the name of the episode. Let me write this down: parade of sleazy witnesses. One hundred percent. Yeah, that should be an actual parade. Yeah. So basically, Michael. Uh, one second, pause. It's the PP song. I gotta urinate. Oh, it's the, the, the PP song. This is a short break. It's the PP song. I gotta urinate. Oh, it's the, the, the PP song. This is a short break. Right. Right. If this never... We don't care if anyone listens to yeah, this. Yeah, go fuck yourself. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Please tell your friends. <laughs> it's uh, It really sucks to have like seven people like your Instagram post about the 
podcast you just put out. So Yeah, but I mean, like, people do listen. But I'm, they can also follow us on... Uh, Love is Amazing, yo, uh, on IG and Twitter, and TikTok, even though we just have one TikTok. But we're going to put more in. Yeah, yeah, so more TikToks, and then you can listen to previous episodes at uh, loveisamazing.com. I'd say listen to a newer one just to be up to speed. Mm -hmm. And then uh, if you'd like to advertise with us, uh, email us at info at loveisamazing.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you get 10 people to listen to this (laughs) and share it, Nick Luna will come over to your house and clean it naked. Okay. Yep. And that's the thing. You want that. You that, want that. Trust totally, 100%. me. 100%. It's just like... I, I will be wearing gloves, though. The, yeah, okay. He'll, he'll, wear, he'll wear gloves, a mask, and a smile. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. You won't be able to see the smile, but yeah, tr- it'll be there. Yeah. Trust us. I'll draw one on the face yeah. mask. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> he's, a, he's a TLM, third leg material, for sure. All right. Anyway. Can con- the long man? Can- the long man, yes. <laughs> Can confirm. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Nick has big dick. All right, so. <laughs> uh, that could also be a song. That could totally be a song. But. Uh, but. And maybe I'll just put a lot of reverb keep on. on <laughs> what was the last thing I said? I don't. Um, uh, they're sentencing. No, wait. The uh, double fi- jury thing? Yeah, okay. So, uh, basically, yeah, there was two juries, right? So, um, there was a parade of sleazy witnesses that testified against both of them. Leanne did not testify in her own defense. She did not. Uh, so, basically, yep, sleazy witnesses. She didn't take the stand, which, you know, for the most part... It was I, I think probably a, in her favor. Yeah, exactly. Uh... Pagellini, or whatever that dude's name is. The the, uh, guy that snitched? Pagiani. Pagiani. Michael Pagellanti was the star star witness for the prosecution. Um, Basically was the one who, like, glued it all together. Leanne said this in front of me, uh, which is hearsay, but I guess they got it in somehow. And Pagellani also was facing a major drug charge, and he actually cut a deal with the prosecution to testify. And uh, Leanne's attorney brought this up. In fact, there was more than a couple witnesses that testified because they were facing some time, right? Facing some charges. Yeah, and, you know, they wanted less time. Right, yeah, who, who wouldn't want less time? Oh, yeah, also in the background, uh, listeners, uh, there's a party going on outside. Aw, uh, yeah. yeah, block party. Block party. Fuck the quarantine. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know what's up with this voice that I've been doing today. Yeah. Oh, it's probably that. Pointing to my vaporizer. Ah. Uh... Okay. <laughs> so, uh, basically, Leanne did not testify on her own behalf. The behalf there was no direct evidence. It's all circumstantial. Um, so yeah, you know, there's a lot of 
this is one of those cases where I'm I'm a little bit 50-50 on it. Mm. Yeah, I was going like to say, what do, you, what do you guys think about Leanne? Nick? Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, she, she meant well. <laughs> um... And do you do you think she was related in the murder though of Alex? I would say it's all because of her. Like Rocco would have killed Alex, or not, or killed, uh, tried to kill Paul, regardless of what she said. Hmm. I would say. Okay. Yeah. So, do you think her involvement is irrelevant then? I would say it is relevant though. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I I think she, you know, her like two time and Paul and like going around her, you know, with Rocco, you know, all that was bad. I would say, <laughs> uh, I would say she was most likely involved with the plans yeah. with the will um, and everything. I guess. Although, if if I were on the jury, would I th- would there be enough? evidence to uh, say she's guilty without any kind of doubts or anything? I, I don't know. Exactly. You know, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck and it flies like a duck, it's duck, right? So that's the saying everyone uses. So, like, it's it's hard to... There's a lot of circumstantial evidence in there. But, you know, maybe, just maybe, it was one of those cases one, that, like... You got those one in a thousand cases where everything lines up, even though, you know, she may not have said anything. So it's it's hard. It's tough to say. But in like my my common sense is like there's no way she wasn't involved. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. On the other hand, though, her story about. Um, you know, Rocco being blind with rage that she got back together with Paul is not completely unbelievable either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's just talk about... <laughs> okay. I'll just put it up there. I'll eventually fall to where you need to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. It's, uh, you know, it, this helps me on my posture. Okay. You know, yeah, shoulders there you go. back, chest out. Shoulders back, you know, chest out. Relax your shoulders. You know, I want you. I want your organs to hug your abdominals. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Pilates instructors. Like you ever hear them talk? They're fucking nuts. All right. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I want. I imagine that your pelvis is full of sand, <laughs> and the sand is connected to the ground, but it's but it's tilted up. However, your sacrum is glued to the floor, right? And I just want you to, from that position, take your right arm and just, like, swing it around your neck. All right, all right anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're nuts. They're insane. It's, they I might, mean, yeah. fuck Pilates, though. I hate I, Pilates to me. I know some people are into it, but Pilates to me is, like, fucking torture. Yeah. It is painful. Well... It's um, it's 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 interesting. I've I've taken a, a couple classes, and in my last class, uh, my Pilates instructor started like playing, like like this real, um, uh, you know, like a classical music, and I couldn't help think from that scene from like 
Schindler's List where they like make him run around oh, the classroom music. <laughs> and as soon as I thought about that, she started giving me instructions in a German accent. It was really weird. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's. We got to finish this up. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the verdict. Um. Basically, the verdict. The trial took about five weeks. In March 2004, Rocco was found guilty. Guilty almost immediately. Sentenced to life. Uh, they didn't say whether uh, he had any chance for parole, but I'd say probably not. Probably not. Leanne, it took a little longer. The jury was out for about four days, which is kind of long. And she was found guilty. She was sentenced to 25 years to life. Hmm. Uh, and to this day, she still claims her innocence. And, you know, as like if as an appeals attorney, you you got a case there. You got a case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, you well, think we hit it? Wait, yeah, I, have just, I, I have a question. I have a question. One more thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Paul divorced Leanne, got full custody, and he remarried and had a new baby. Oh. And Paul believes Leanne is guilty. That's all. Do but, we know what happened to the guy that drove the van for $3,000? Oh, yeah. He was in jail. I mean, he definitely got sentenced to something, but he did cut a deal as well. Yeah. So. He, he gave up the information to get less yeah. jail time, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I think almost all the witnesses were facing some sort of jail time, mm. prison time, and they all were doing this to cut a deal, which is... I don't know if I like that, because then it just, like, they're like, I'll just say what they want to hear, and then uh, I won't have to go to jail. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's 100% true, and that's something, as a defense attorney, you're like, you're like, oh shit, like, I'm I'm bringing this up. Like, yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Valid points. Yeah, one hundred percent. But at the end of the day, you know, we we always say, and and not not just us, but almost every show we watch and every lawyer that is a criminal lawyer is like, don't testify on your own behalf. Never fucking do it, especially if you're a stupid fucking asshole who talks like a piece of shit. But um, maybe. This is like one of those exceptions where like maybe she should have testified. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the interview she was she yeah, she was she, a likable person. Yeah. yeah, she seemed like innocent-ish. Yeah. Yeah, she had a very like innocent face. Yeah, and like her without makeup made her look more innocent. Yeah. Yeah. I think in trial they probably should have put like glasses on her, you know? Yeah, you know, it's 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 weird. It's like make her lie and like not have her all dolled up. You know, it's, they always try to to like make you look a certain way in trial. Like Ezra McCandless is a perfect example of that. She was this free spirited hippie in real life, and then you know at trial she looked like a a mother- librarian. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, with a stupid cardigan. She's wearing glasses. Her who knows where that nose ring went? It's probably in a gutter somewhere, you know? I mean, they're pretty easy to take out. you got to, like, clean those things. Well, that that wasn't the point. The, <laughs> the, the point is, you know, um, but what she did, but her problem was she testified, and she was god-awful on the stand. Just, like, a really, like, 
stupid punchable face you know and and she kept on smiling even though she's talking about like the oh murder. yeah i remember that mm-hmm. she was yeah so, so but you know i i think i think with the never testify on your own behalf I think these are very few, but I think there's a couple exceptions out of there. Sure. And Leanne Rydell might have been one of those exceptions. Yeah. Yeah, we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. Yeah. Um, you know, she she has plenty of appeals. Who knows what will happen in the future? Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, any plugs, Aaron? Yeah. Uh, we have a plug, Nick. Uh-huh. Um, you know what? You could be part of it, too. What is it? It is on September 29th, Tuesday at 7.30. We are doing a live live comedy show mm-hmm. uh, called Jed X Talks with our good friend Sean. Yeah, Sean, Sean of the show. And it's basically a TED Talks parody and it's hilarious. Yeah, we did it once before and it... It it, it's awesome. Yeah, yes, it really, really I I good. attended and it was awesome. I can vouch for that. Yeah. So um so yeah. you know events are starting to happen now. They are. They are 100%. You know, New York happening. is opening up. People are still being safe, but you know, like yeah. there's things to do now. Hell yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, like there's a good chance September 29th comes around and it, and, and we're all throwing Molotov cocktails at each other. But yeah, that's really close to election day. <laughs> if if the world hasn't lost its fucking mind, show up to Jersey City <laughs> to 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 uh, see some PowerPoint presentations of just ridiculous shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a we'll we'll post some videos of it of the last one. Yeah, and put yeah. some links on our stuff. Yeah, no, I mean we we had some really great people on it last time. All right, and, and uh, oh, so you got any plugs? No, um, I only have one plug, um, two plugs actually. Uh, I also participate in a live stream. Uh, it's like a hip hop battle type thing, hip hop stuff with my show partner Armani. It's uh, Every Friday from 7 to 8, just go to YouTube and type in World MC. MC is spelled out, though, so it's E-M-C-E-E. Just type that in. First thing that comes up will be our show. You can watch it live. And I'll be a talking head on one of our episodes. Um, you know, did an album release and uh, got, you know, kind of political. So it was, uh, you know. That's exactly what people fucking need. Yeah. <laughs> so, so sorry. Yeah. Um, and then my other plug is that I'm getting a haircut tomorrow, and I'm pretty excited. <laughs> um, from my man Lucas at uh, Maxwell's for hair. Word. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, hey, trying to get a free sponsor. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm uh, down. Because when he's cutting my a hair, a free haircut. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be like when when he's cutting my hair. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, I did an ad for you on my podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, cool. I mean, that's that's the way to do it. Just you know, force w- people into being our sponsor. Well, yeah, it's like you're. We're gonna say you're my sp- sponsor, <laughs> and until you just give us money, like I, I think. That, <laughs> I think that's how it works. That's yeah. how that's how it happens. Yeah. All right. All right. That's it. All right. Peace. Later. Love is amazing. But it's also bullshit. And it might also get you murdered.